And then my like dumbass was like, I used to sing. <laughs> Did you get that on video? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I just thought I got shot, man. That was petrifying. I'm just trying to get some information on this button. <laughs> Holy shit! Are, is that recording? Recording. Holy fuck! Bongo play. <laughs> it's like I'm cutting that out real quick. No one wants to hear about your bongo about your story. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> happy new year, everybody. Welcome back to season three. Season um, three. Uh-uh. Season three. Da -da. Season three. <laughs> season three. Season three. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. I would like drunk, please. Um, thank you so much. A toast. a toast to season three. Bah, bah. See, also to the 20. Oh, no, I just noticed 2023 season three. Wow, we're so in tune. Cheers. <laughs> That's bubble. You know what this makes me think of? Um, that once we hit 25, no, listen, <laughs> once we hit 25 patrons, we have to do a drunk episode. I know. Are we going to make that a Patreon exclusive? I think we should. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, perfect. Drunk episode, uh, Patreon exclusive, once we hit 25 patrons. Which apparently, allegedly, we're at 21. So I'm confused. Again? I don't know. We had a lot of Patreon, um, fuck up this, this month. Um, yeah, it's I don't been know a what happened. I tried to make the Patreon ch cheaper and Patreon went, you will suffer for this immensely. <laughs> um, so then we had to like figure out what the fuck was going on we finally fixed the problem so yeah it was it's patreon hi it's the problem it's patreon <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that was a mess so a disaster honestly if you're thinking about right signing off. up to our patreon and you signed up and you're like what the fuck is this and then log back off please come back, <laughs> come back please. <laughs> we also found out um we've been talking about spotify a lot like we always say like spotify our one of our highest listeners are apple Podcasts. so yeah. i'm so sorry to all our apple podcasters um you're amazing we love you so much we love all the homies on all, all the, the platforms avenues we don't so. platform shame here no we no. don't however i'm a spotify baddie so i've seen i'm an apple music bitch so yeah. you know we should fight. 30 They're subscribers and we're going to fight. Fuck. <laughs> 35 subscribers. <laughs> Two subscribers and oh no, we're already there. Um, anyways. Are you turned on right now? Oh my God. I am actually like really turned on. <laughs> I'm also really turned on. Are they turned on right now? Uh, what? Oh, what was that? Oh my God. They're, They're turned, turned on right now. That's crazy. <gasps> whoa, whoa, clap. This is They're turned on right now. <laughs> um, anyways, so today we are talking about Happenstance by Tessa Bailey, which our bestie. It's so funny <laughs> because if you are a longtime listener, um, you'll know. So this, okay, let me start over. Oh my god, yeah. This please. is a reverse harem book with real men, live men, human men, to be exact. And um, 
If you remember from our episode of The Ruthless Crown, yes, that was our first human men episode, and it was trash. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, that was our first, like, hater podcast episode. Uh, no, it was. No, it wasn't. I would say our... You know, the, you're right. It, but it was our first... <laughs> um, <laughs> it was our first human boy... It was our first reverse harem hater podcast. yeah 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 which is normally i just eat that shit up multiple dicks so it was really a letdown but then when i heard that tessa bailey was coming out with happenstance which we found out right after we read my killer vacation which we love yes then so we good. heard about happenstance coming out like it was like like it just came out it either just came out or it was coming out like next week because i think we pre-ordered it didn't we Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't remember. It came out, like, I'm not sure, to be honest. I think it was, like, the 7th of, like, December. Yeah. No, because we read it in November. Never mind. Oh, my God. I don't know. Anyways, we, we got it. Big. We <laughs> read it. We read it, and we were into it. And, uh, yeah, it was good, so let's talk about it. Okay, amazing. Um, <laughs> I will give the book description. <clears throat> I don't my notes. Oh, well. Oh, no. My <laughs> book! At least Brandy's... Elise Brandis <laughs> has never won a Pulitzer and she never will, at least not while she's delivering sandwiches at the Gotham Times instead of working there as an actual reporter. Her only shot at seeing her byline in print is to prove to the no-nonsense managing editor that she has a nose for news and she's got just the story to grab her elusive attention right after she delivers this turkey on Kaibata. Which is a type of bread. Ciabatta. Ciabatta. There we go. I was like, it's, it's a word. It's a bread. <laughs> you know. Chasing down leads brings Elise to Roosevelt Island. But just when the trail of clues begins to take shape, she gets stuck, literally, on a cable car with three strangers who could, couldn't be more different. An uptight rugby coach, a construction worker, and a former adult film star she pretends not to recognize a little too well, at first, Elise wants nothing more than to be rescued ASAP. An hour later, everything has changed. By pure happenstance, four separate journeys have collided in an intense, meaningful way. Suddenly, disentangling their lives feels more impossible than winning that pul Pulitzer. Good thing Elise is too busy providing her... Oh, holy fuck. You're the words are hard today. Yeah. <laughs> A good thing Elise is too busy proving herself at work to consider three boyfriends. Nobody has time for that, even if they're making giving in feel oh so right. But three heads are better than one, and these loners will, eat, will teach themselves to work together to win Elise over forever. And more importantly, keep their dirty socks off her floor. So I saw a post that Tessa Bailey made. I know exactly what you're talking about. Where she had posted something about like she was just writing the story and having fun with it. And it was kind of like a teehee giggly moment. Like she didn't really mean for it to be a whole story. And she had dropped it. But then I guess like she had said her friends and stuff had started encouraging her to finish the story. Because I guess they enjoyed like the idea of the story. Mm -hmm. So um, now this might be like what's the word I'm looking for? I'm, like, quoting something, but I might not be 100% accurate. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> whatever I'm saying might not be 100% accurate. But from what I remember from her post, um, she had said something along the lines of, like, 
she never meant for it to be a whole story. Yeah, it was just no, a fun I know what time. you're talking about. And her friends were like, no, I love it. Keep writing. And then she did. And then she published and it. And it all started with a dirty sock on the floor or something. Yeah, yeah. Because like her husband like left like dirty socks on the floor or something. She's yeah. Like, I can't imagine having three men in my house. Yes. So <laughs> the whole book is like literally Elise, the main character, the whole time is like, I could never date three men. Like that's, no, you guys are dirty yeah. and disgusting and you're going to leave your socks on my floor. So the whole running joke in the book is the dirty socks on the floor. Yeah. I thought it was such like a fun book and mm. it was so like not serious. Yeah, which I love. Me too. And it was very like fluff. Yeah. And like the plot was there, but like who really gave a shit? And then like... <laughs> There was a I had couple. fun. I thought the banter was like I was physically laughing yes. out loud like throughout the whole book. Yeah, like it was so funny. Um, she, you could tell that she was writing it like for the pure purpose of having fun with it, which I thought was really enjoyable. Um, the Wait, only- we didn't ask them if they're turned on. Oh no. Are you turned on right now? <laughs> okay, finish your sentence and then Dave laughed at it. <laughs> no. Um. The only thing that I remember being like, oh, no, was when the whole reporter thing. I yeah. can't stand ever You're since Persephone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reporter storyline. Like, I have serious trauma. And honestly, it's like the worst storyline I think anyone could ever go with. Yeah, I'm really not a fan of the whole. Let it's me, always it's yeah. always the, I want to be a reporter so bad. And it lands me in a tough situation. And when I, I always have to write to about my personal life. And I always choose to write about my personal life. And then the, the, I always Lie. And I always choose to write about like the love interest that I end up actually really liking, and then all of a sudden it gets published and by accident. And I write about how I like hate that. Yeah, and then it gets published by accident every time, and then they read it, and then we break up. So yeah, the the storyline with the fucking. But reporting. what I think Tessa Bailey did that was okay was that we thought it was going to turn out to be this absolute like, oh, shut the fuck up. How it went down with Persephone. But then we turn out that the publisher is in on the gag. Remember? Well, yeah, she's like one of the bad guys almost. Yeah, I know. But like that was like, surprise, surprise, shouty. Surprise, shouty. The other thing that she did that saved herself was the one guy was like, I'm so angry at you. And then the other guys came in and they were like, are you fucking stupid? Like, be fucking for real. And then he was like, can you relax? Like, this is her job. (laughs) Yeah. And then he was like, you're right. How could I? Who was Matt Tobias? Yeah, it was Tobias. He was because like, he has it, like he has trauma. He does, which yeah. I wish she went into a little bit more detail about because I didn't really understand. Like, sure, he got like kind of used by his manager. So let me explain it to you this way. Okay. We're we're best friends, right? Yeah. You go into porn. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, let me manage you. Yeah. Like this will be great. We're best friends. Like whatever. And then I start distributing all your porn and then making a profit on it. And then I cut you out and basically say like, oh, I have like full ownership of this. And you're still getting paid, but now I have the ownership of all of your videos. So I can do whatever I want with them. And you have zero access to them. Is that what happened? Pretty much. Hmm. It's kind of like in the music. and That's how I interpreted it. Maybe it was a little different, but I'm picturing it like the Taylor like, Swift thing. I thought what was happening was more like he 
um, like his best friend who turned into his manager was pushing him to do all this stuff that he wasn't comfortable with. Mm-mm. He used him to kind of like, oh, you do these videos and I now have rights to them so oh. I can sell them off and whatever. And like Tobias obviously is rich as hell. So he was obviously a very, and everyone knows him supposedly or recognizes him. So he's a very famous adult film star, but now yeah. he has no rights to any of his videos or anything. That's how I took it. Um, because it's the same thing that happens to a lot of musicians too. They yeah. like sign up to an agency and the agency takes all ownership of all of their music, albums, cover art, everything. That's crazy. Yeah, right? And then they get a super huge percentage. So if Tobias was making that much money, imagine how much money his manager was making off of him. Yeah. So that'd be like me becoming a billionaire because you became a millionaire. And then I'm, I'm taking like your job being a porn actress more importantly than our friendship together. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I took it. Fair enough. So we had some trauma about that. I feel that. educational. Yeah. Education. Watch Tessa Bailey listen to this and be like, <clears throat> you have it all fucking wrong, bitch. <laughs> yeah, she goes, you sounded so confident. <laughs> she said, wow, you really said that with your whole chest, huh? <laughs> um, I put on a but necklace what did you, and what did you, what did you like about it? Everything. Everything. Except... That she was a reporter. Yeah. Want to be a reporter. Um, Why that career? That sounds like so much work. I find a lot of writers, though, write about main characters wanting to be reporters. Like, I wonder if that's a thing in the, like, I wonder if, fuck, I don't know shit all about shit also. Like, any author who's listening to me right now, I love you. Please don't hate me. I just feel like it's a thing in the writing community, maybe, where they're like, when you're but going to it, school. But is it like every single author doesn't know about any other real life job other than being a reporter? I have no idea. Maybe it's something they can relate to without it being. Yeah, without having to do a lot of like, like um, research about it, maybe. I just. No, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think they can just report to something or relate to something that's a writing job without them being like, oh, I want to publish a book. Because if an author is writing about their character wanting to publish a book, it's kind of like too meta. I don't mm. know what meta means, but I don't it know. But right. like, have you never worked at like retail? You couldn't have made her a store manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess. But then, like, what do you? How is that going to ruin your relationship? It's for plot. Yeah, it's always for plot. It's yeah. always for the. Oh no! I write oh, about how much I, I hate them. Publish something. Yeah, it's always Whoopsies. like an enemies to lovers. Always. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, even Hades and Persephone though. Persephone was just being a nosy little bitch. She, the, Hades was like, "Don't publish about this person. It's dangerous." And she's like, <laughs> "Didn't she like write about him and then write about the other thing that he told her not to write about?" She wrote about him, and then she wrote about, um... Like, could you imagine... The other god. Could you imagine being Hades and just being like, bitch, shut... Like, what? do one thing I ask, please, for the love of fucking god. All she knows how to do is slob on a knob, and he's like, fine. Like, <laughs> men are so simple. So simple. <laughs> he's like, she just needs to suck my dick, and I'll put up with suck her ruining my, my dick reputation. In my limo. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> Anyways, how did you feel about the smut scenes? Um, I have a hard time visualizing yes. sometimes what's going on in Tessa's smut scenes. I, I feel like she's got everyone doing acrobats. At one point, 
someone's eating her cooch and the next point her 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 ass is up in the air and she's getting plowed in from behind and i'm like yeah how did we get here yeah what ha- who moved you around yeah like, yeah yeah. how did you move yeah what happened like where are we like <laughs> where's I- he where's the other guy and that was the other thing there's three of them there and the three of them were like straight so they didn't interact with each other really much at all i think like tobias kind of joked a little bit with the other guys but i don't think they ever no because they're all there to just please elise yes so tobias said that he would and has done like male like sex scenes and whatever but he prefers females i think i don't know but point being is they didn't interact so really all tessa bailey had to do (laughs) was write about what the dudes were doing to her Mm -hmm. not what the dudes were doing to each other Mm -hmm. so i needed to know where all three men were at all times and i had no fucking idea at one point someone's taking her clothes off the next point someone's eating her cooch someone else is sucking her titties yeah and then all of a sudden she's getting plowed in from someone from behind but then they're laying sideways (laughs) like i'm like what's happening yeah it was a little bit like i think what tessa bailey does very well and this is no hate her because i love that bitch what tessa bailey does really well is the build-up and the angst yeah because when they were in the trolley in the like first or second chapter when they actually all first meet and they kind of all make out and like something like kind of you know they get all hot and heavy and then the lights turn on they're like whoops okay oh my god wah! whatever right <laughs> like that's what they do um like I find those scenes are like very well written I can picture everything it's super sexy but then when the actual sex scenes come I'm like what's happening and again my only thing that I hate I hate a condom scene I hate a condom scene yeah yeah me too and like they were so adamant every time they were about to have a sex scene they're like wait put a condom on yeah think of her it's about her Oh my like, God, bro. I, Why don't you all take a little trip down to the fucking clinic, get, all get tested together. I'm pretty sure this bitch had an IUD. I don't know. The bitches are always on birth control somehow. Yeah. And then just move on with your life. Be like, oh, his, his raw dick went into me. Good yeah. thing we went to the clinic the other day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if give you want to write in the whole, like, sex education, like, yeah, I guess. Because, like, there's nothing But worse. maybe it's a kink. Like, is it a... I know condoms are a kink for people, but, like... I think I mentioned this the last time we were talking like, about condoms. But, like, do you think that... I don't think that Tessa Bailey's using it as a kink. Who knows? But the way that it's written, it's more like, her safety... Let me put a condom on. I think the thing that's, like, not the kink, but, like, women reading it are, like, uh, men thinking about a woman <laughs> and her health and her safety. Yeah. Wow. That turns my heart on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's more so that, like. I just, it brings me too much to reality. Yeah. Like, I'm it's in a like hot a, and like heavy a- scene. I'm, like, she's about to get dipped the fuck down. <laughs> They're, like, wait. Let me pull out this rubber. <laughs> Bro, when her and Tobias fuck on the roof at a fucking rugby game. Yeah. And he's like, let me pull out a condom really fast. I'm like, you're on a roof yeah. of a rugby stadium. Yeah. Like, I am not, I'm in fantasy land yes. right now. And then it literally feels like a bucket of cold water being dumped on me. And I'm like, oh, these are humans. Yeah. Ugh, like, yeah. it's so annoying. I, I actually genuinely fucking hate it. Because I think if it was, like, a condom, like, fucking kink thing, they'd be writing more, like, like the condom oh, slipped around Yeah, I put me. the condom in my mouth and, and, and put it on, like, that way. Yeah. Like, something where it was, like, 
Yeah. Where you there'd like, be more like foreplay with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if you're going to write a condom scene, make it in foreplay. Yeah, I make be it like, a kink, bro. I want to like, read about it. Okay, condom. <laughs> yeah, like the candy cane scene and uh yeah. Yeah. I was so glad that that book had no condoms. No condoms. You're safe, right? Yeah, sick. <laughs> like, but like, I, don't even care. I don't even care about where it was like bad. Yeah. She went, uh, duh. Of course I'm duh. safe. Step bro. <laughs> duh, brother. <laughs> you can stick it in my rug, bro. I IUD. I met you three days ago. No, like I, <laughs> I. Hi, I know our parents are married, but like raw. <laughs> That was such a bad fucking book. That would, that didn't even do the stepbrother like no, like trope. kink trope well. Like it, 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 it had all the material and was executed so, so bad. Anyways, when Tessa Bailey did it well, like I loved their dynamic. I loved the like it was very tropey. Yeah, like you had the like so trope. puppy doll dog golden retriever golden retriever boy dumb himbo himbo idiot, idiot. like so loved stupid. Him. <laughs> Um, actually, that was one of my favorite scenes was when they all fucked in, like, his house, and then, like, he went out and, like, stood up for himself to his brother. Yeah. And, the, and his ex-wife, and he was, like, covered in, like, hickeys and scratch marks and shit, and they were like, oh, my God, he's yeah. getting some. What was his name? I don't know. Gabe? I like- something it was something like Gabe. sure i only remember twice because we said it right before we started filming Tobias and like banks i think was oh yeah, yeah but that was his last name but then they always no i think it was his first name anyways i love that scene and i really loved um um i really loved all their dynamics i love the banter between all of them i thought that like their relationship was very like if i was in a world if i met a bitch who had three boyfriends like that's how i would picture it in real life yeah gabe and banks yeah Ah, sorry like i feel like it would be very it was very realistic you know what i mean where i was like oh like i could see obviously like i've met like like polyamorous people and like i've or i've seen videos of people explaining like their situation whatever and I've been like, okay, yeah, like I can like see that. And it felt very real, their mm-hmm. like relationship with each other. And even like between the guys, how they're all like friends. Yeah. Um, and they started off kind of all hating each other. And they mm-hmm. were like, wait, wait, wait. Like our mutual agreement is that we all love and respect and want to fuck this bitch <laughs> right here. Yeah. Yeah. I love they how all they, became and then the ending, supportive. just to jump to the ending. Oh um, my God. I loved the ending. I was dying because it was so funny because they were saying when she, they first told her parents, like the dad threw a plate at Tobias's yeah, head. Yeah. And like, I'm just thinking, could you imagine like telling your parents like, hey, this is my boyfriend. Yeah. This is also my yeah and this is also my boyfriend i do think that like that must be a huge thing for people in polyamorous relationships because like from what i know of polyamory it's very like equal in the relationship so when you're introducing you wouldn't just introduce one girl you'd be like this is my girlfriend this is also my girlfriend like equally so -hmm. that must be so confusing for a lot of straight like people or people i couldn't imagine like my parents would be like they had a hard time with my age yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah or even, like, you still have parents who have, like, issues with, like, like different, like, races and shit. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, imagine... Or, like, 
parents like people coming out as just gay and yeah. you're like oh i just want a boyfriend like well like, i want people three still boyfriends. have a hard time with that shit <laughs> yeah yeah not yeah, only do I'm i want gay one and i have three boyfriends yeah Woo! so there's um a comic that i read on webtoons called uh boyfriends and it's about um these two guys who are friends but they're also both gay and one's trans um and they're best friends but then they each start dating a boy and then those boys are like i think your friend's kind of cute and then Anyway, like, long story short, all four of them end up in a relationship together. Yeah. And it's so cute. And they talk about, like, the dynamic. And it's, like, very realistic. And they're so fucking cute together. But one of the things was, like, they each had to meet each other's families. And only two of the families haven't been met yet. And they're apparently super toxic. So I'm excited for when it gets to, like, that. But it's so good. I I (laughs) literally was so obsessed with it. I I was, like, reading and I just kept scrolling until I got to the end. It was so cute <laughs> i love and the artwork's really cute too but okay, it just reminded me of that um but the ending was adorable because we find out that all the families are like accepting of what's going on yeah it took a little bit yeah gabe's brother who he's had like trauma with and like fighting with the whole time ends up being there for him at the wedding i believe doesn't he i can't remember i think he's there i know his... banks reconnected with his mom which that was yeah. fucking weird that was random <laughs> like i would like she's like i'm mad because my son is successful Bitch, no, she had guilt because she was she felt guilty and didn't want to show up because she felt like it wasn't her place to go support him after telling him he shouldn't do it his whole life and being so but like get it together no you know what i mean like like you need therapy lady well if he's the one inviting you and like so badly wants you there and is reaching out to you imagine your kid is like i want to be a professional fencer and you're like okay yeah you can't even stand up straight (laughs) you know what i mean like like whatever and then they go on to become a really good what you're gonna be like i'm not coming because when you were four <laughs> i said you. that you weren't gonna be able to do that so i'm not coming yeah because i feel bad now like i don't know i, I was yeah like, it was i could kind lady. of understand it like but at the i same wish time, it, was it was more was like something happened with his dad and then they got in like a fight about it and then like that was a thing like i wish the dad died and then, like, they had issues dealing with his death, which kind of separated them. Yeah. And then he wanted to, like, invite her to all these things. But then she felt guilty of how he treated her about that kind of situation. Maybe. Make it more, like, realistic. You know But what even I mean? still, like, all of a sudden, um, Elise is, like, at the stadium. And she turns around and sees the mom, like, standing there. And it's like, you should come inside. And then she goes inside and fucking fucks Tobias. She yeah. was like, I did a good she deed. She was like, I fuck did, me honestly, on the roof. <laughs> you know what? When I do a good deed, I also get insatiably horny. <laughs> so, fair enough. Like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Uh, that was actually very realistic to me. I read that part and I'm like, me too. You know what? You're right. You know what? When I put $2 in a tip jar at Starbucks, I'm ready for the I'm dick. ready for some dick. That's so funny. Um, should we do quotes? Or um, highlights and then our review, or do you want to do an overall review? Read. I have like a billion quotes. I didn't look at the thing, so I'm going to look at that and you read your quotes. Okay. The other thing I want to mention quickly, uh, going back to her writing style on the smut scenes, especially if we're talking kind of comparing our other reverse uh, Haram books. Yes. Um, obviously, we got super spoiled with The Lady of Rook's Grave yes. because it's chapters long smut. Yeah. Deeply explanatory. Yeah. We're like where everyone is. And that's four guys. 
five uh, five boys yeah five and like super <laughs> explanatory as to who's doing what and when yeah um so i think we going from that to a kind of not eh, messy or smut scenes where it's like there's four of you in a room and i can only picture what two of you are doing at a time <laughs> just really quick <laughs> this person's review <laughs> gave it two stars and the only thing this bitch wrote was how this bitch could find three boyfriends and I can't even find one is crazy to me. Two stars. Jeez. How dare you attract men? Damn. This fictional character. I hate this bitch. You have what I want times three. three. Holy shit. Oh my God. This okay, I'll so read some funny. of my highlights. This part's always hard for me because Michelle finds them boring. And I don't know how to be entertaining about I'm this. I'm so confused by this review, too. What? <laughs> Porn, he says, from his elegant lean against the interior wall of the tram. You know me from pornography, darling. <laughs> I love Tobias. Tobias literally had me rolling on the ground laughing and kicking my feet. How long have we been filming? 27 minutes. That's it? That's it? Feels like it's been two years. Looks like we got more to talk about. <laughs> He must be an Aquarius, and my chaotic Gemini energy is simply vibing with his. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I already go to therapy twice a week. Don't make me go a third time. Who are those men? <laughs> <laughs> Tobias Atwater, the adult film star with over 180 films in his catalog at the age of 33. Yes, that's him. Bro, 133 films, adult films. A hundred and that's a lot. 33. That's a lot of puss. And dick. Dick and balls and puss. <laughs> dick, balls, puss. All, all together. Of above. Damn, that's a big salad. It would be a shame not to immortalize my physique now and again in my iPhone camera roll. Talking about nudes. <laughs> Oddly enough, I'm not feeling a lot of pressure about my wardrobe considering they almost fought each other over me while I was wearing an apron. <laughs> uh, anyway. <clears throat> accidentally exited it i also love the cover of this book i think it's so cute notes and highlights pop, 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 pop. one of the great things about new york is walking into a drugstore in a pink party dress and raccoon eyes on a sunday morning and everyone just minds their own business <laughs> oh my god thank you he nods for a moment what's diabolical <laughs> they say to gabe you're diabolical he goes thank you What's diabolical? <laughs> He's so cute. I love him. He's adorable. Him. And then I do the unimaginable. I start a group chat with Gabe, Tobias, and Banks. The whole time, the reason she's like against this three-way relationship is yeah. because of like how difficult she's it is like, to I maintain can't even one. Text one person. Yeah, yeah, let alone three. And she's like, "What? We're all just supposed to be in a group chat together?" But then one night, she's like feeling kind of down, so she literally does start a group chat with the three of them. She's like, "Ugh." Doing the unimaginable. <laughs> talking about bouncing him on her dick. Or <laughs> <laughs> she's talking about one of them bouncing her on his dick. And yeah. she's like, oh, I just came like I'm done. Bouncing me once, twice, and hello, I'm back online. <laughs> Bro, this book was so funny. That so makes funny. me want to read mine. There's a lot of really good reviews right up go on then love suck my dick like a little brat ah! i almost forget my name and location <laughs> same <laughs> this one's my favorite just a brief rundown 
You've come here to ask me for a foursome. I look at each of them in the eye. In broad daylight, stone cold sober, they trade glances and nod. <laughs> like, That's funny. It's uh, like this book had me howling. This like, one was my favorite. You try ending a kiss with her mate. She tastes like fucking, or she tastes like the fucking sun. What does that mean? She tastes like the fucking sun. I've never been happier to be rich and unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> The, my other one, he first said tram fam. When you three walked in, you mean the tram fam, Tobias interrupts. I love that at, by the end, they all got tram fam engraved on their wedding rings. Well, and it was so funny because anytime there was a serious situation, this party goes, it's the tram fam. <laughs> the fact Tobias murmurs, we all roll his eyes. Out. Bank is like, please, oh, I love, like, pouring out his undying effect. He was like, it's the tram fam effect. <laughs> He's like, listen, guys, please. Stop trying to make Tram Fam happen, Tobias. Yeah, you're, it's never going to happen. It does happen. We love the Tram <laughs> ah, Fam. I see how it works. Says Tobias, steal from the lady, start a fight during the orgy, and still be the one to win her number. <laughs> like, start a fight during the orgy. <laughs> Tobias literally had me dying. He was so funny. Gabe was just, like, adorable to me, and I loved how he just, like, he's like a kleptomaniac. Like, yeah. he just kept stealing shit at random t- this times. This one made me laugh, too, because Elise is trying to figure out what to say in the group chat. <laughs> and she goes, I wiggle my fingers in anticipation. Oh, no, sorry. This was um, Gabe. I wiggle my fingers in anticipation of texting Elise back. Maybe a carefully selected nude. <laughs> yeah. That actually might be Tobias. That is Tobias. Because then that's the highlight I have. Where oh, it's like, did, it'd be a shame not to immortalize. Ooh, even after therapy. <laughs> I yeah. I love that one too. Yeah. You called me, I swear, and you were like, listen to this line. Because <laughs> you were ahead of me on this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always ahead. <laughs> You're not allowed inside, Tobias. Your bum? <laughs> yeah, sounding hilariously dejected. My apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so I was dying. They're yeah. so funny. Their their banter together was amazing, and Tessa Bailey has this amazing way with comedy. Yeah, and um, the way that she was able to write all four characters very differently and all make them mesh yeah. was she's a she's a brilliant writer. Um, she just got to work a little bit on her like blueprinting of the smut scenes. Yeah, I think so too. This one was cute because it's like the meeting between the four of us is starting to feel less like happenstance and more like fate. I highlighted I like, that one. <laughs> it's totally a, to the stars that listen. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then the last one I have is uh, Gabe. She bestows an incredible smile on him. I love your house. Move in. He blurts his face immediately, turning the color of a spotlight. <laughs> Or stop like it's so funny because I said she was like, I love your house. We go, move in. I'm like, why is that me? <laughs> Game is so stupid. He's so funny. Oh my god, I was dying this whole like It reminds me of people when you're like, oh my god, I love like this. And they're like, oh, you can have it. Like, just take it. <laughs> oh, this one too, when he says, Elise, I'll eat your pussy like it's the last slice of chocolate fucking cake. And then when she's like contemplating it, he goes, he goes, uh, wait, where is it? Um, then Tobias, then there's Tobias mouthing the words chocolate cake at me. <laughs> I got us dying. Oh my God. This book is so fucking funny. Now the okay. girls were hating. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. Well, let's say our like favorite stuff first. Well, well, what was your favorite smut scene? 
I'm going to be honest, when they're first in the tram, sexy. Yeah. Sexy. Okay. I liked the rooftop scene. I thought that was fun. (sighs) See, it was fun. But I didn't care much for it. But I like Tobias's dirty talk. Well, there was no, like, part in the book where I was like, oh, I'm really, like, turned on I by also this. really liked, like, I thought Tobias was really funny. Like, I would love to be his friend. Mm-hmm. But out of all of them, I would probably see myself with Banks the most, if I'm going to be honest. I love a serious boss. boss I would absolutely be with Tobias. I love a dumb guy. That's game. Oh, sorry, game. <laughs> My bad. No, see, I can't do the dumb. I love, like... Like big boss man. Nothing made my coochie wet than going to Dave's work and have and hearing a boss around everybody. And I was like, ah, Yeah, no, I, I could see I you love with the boss. for sure. I just love a big burly bear. Yeah. yeah. No, like, and I, I was like, oh, and he's like kind of serious and like, you know, I don't know. I love, I, I don't know. That's no, my I just, time. <laughs> I, just like, I just like the idea of like him being all like bashful. But I would want to be, I would want to be friends with Tobias and Gabe. I, yeah, I would want to be Tobias' like, friend. I love, Cause I find that kind of like golden retriever energy and like very like like you want to protect him reminds me of like my little brother. Oh, okay, and, and I, I never had and brothers. I love that. Like I love that when it comes to like friends. Like I think it's really sweet. And then like just having a really funny fucking dude is like fun to have like be friends with them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could probably see myself with Banks. Yeah, I mean, I I I always loved the like comedian growing up. Like my crushes were always like the funny guy, the class yeah. clown. I hate cocky guys, so that's probably why I wouldn't like like Banks didn't attract me at all, because I just I don't care for that kind of person. Well, we'll never fight over boys. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay, but what would you rate the smut out of five? Like a four. I give it a three. Because I enjoyed it, and I thought, I, like, yeah, for me, it's her like, dirty talk. You know what I it mean? It was very good at dirty talk. But would you rate it higher than My Killer Vacation? No. So what did you rate My Killer Vacation? Like a four, I swear. Four oh. or five. My Killer Vacation had great smut. It did. I loved the, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought I rated it higher. I can't remember. The smut scenes? Yeah, I, I would give it, like, maybe a three and a half for the smut. Because there's no overall, scenes in this that I was reading, story. and I was like, well, yeah, baby. I would get... <laughs> I would get... <laughs> well, that's the thing, is I have a really hard time with human reverse harem. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm reaching for my It's a lady of works grave, <laughs> baby. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're lady ruined. Of grave, I'm, like, reaching for the vibrator. Like, like it's something otherworldly, and I'm like, <laughs> But then when it's like a human dude, like I find, and I feel like the book was so comedy driven that it was almost like hard to get, but even My Killer Vacation was really funny too. Yeah. But once they got hot and heavy, it was hot and heavy. Whereas yeah. when these guys got hot and heavy, there was always a comedy. There was still a little moment. banter going on. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I don't know. The yeah, blowjob scene actually was probably the best one because they got really rough with her and I love a good rough time. You're right. I forgot about that scene. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of Stalked with a Kraken had a really rough blowjob scene in it. Yeah, too. they did. And it was like, let me just tickle your skull bladder from the inside. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, what would you rate the book overall? Honestly, I would give it like a four, four and a half. Like it was f- for what it was. It was and it was funny. Quick. It was quick. It yeah. was a really, really fun read. And I think that might have been one of the f- 
no it was like mid this was like fresh off of like sundial i feel like and yeah. i was so confused and like i feel like we read so many books that were so like deep in the mind that i just wanted this like really fun fluff to kind of like i almost felt like when we read happenstance i almost felt like i was slipping into not a reading slump but like a Ugh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm picking up this book because I have to, not that I want to. Mm-hmm. So then when I read Happenstance, it was so funny. Cultural reset. It was like, a, it was like yeah, it was like taking that s- sniff of um, sniff coffee salts? beans uh. after <laughs> you've smelled a lot of perfume. Yeah, coffee beans. It was very like, whoa, okay, now I'm back in it, in, yeah. back in the game. Yeah. So I think for what it was, it was really good. I think we're going to hit another one of those because right now we're so into, like, the murder, mystery, thriller yeah. Uh, psychological. We're gonna books. be like, <gasps> okay. give me some fluff. Some fluff. Yeah, <laughs> quick. Yeah. Um, let's do reviews, and then we can hop okay. into hop into what we're reading next. Oh my god, Bunny, you're so clever. <laughs> Thanks, okay. Bunny. <laughs> okay, so the girls be hating. Really? Yeah. Now, granted, this book has a three point five seven rating out of five which is not bad most people the most amount of um stars that it got was four which is fine wait there's no five stars no there are five stars but like which which category had the most oh i see ratings was four um right behind it was three five was next so okay anyway so this bitch was i the one i I also didn't rate it five stars to be fair no i know but i was close this one makes no sense to me Imagine being one of the best chefs in the world and having the most quality products and flavors in your kitchen, but you end up cooking the most basic, bland oatmeal known to the entire popula- world population. I get it. But. She's saying Tessa Bailey. Like, imagine being Tessa Bailey. You're an amazing author. You're writing all these amazing books, and then you, like, you just serve, like, some shit dish just because. But I think the problem is that Tessa Bailey wrote this for fun. I know. And, that, and people that's are thing. taking it like one of her like that's, serious that's books. That's a uh, main thing. This one's three stars. This was okay. There sadly wasn't much to happenstance besides insta-love and three guys who are obsessed with the hero... hero, hero heroin? Heroin? Drugs? The, the, the main character? Yeah, the female main character. <laughs> which sounds the great heroine? in theory. But the characters and story were too shallow for me. And I can't believe I found myself skimming the sex scenes because they were boring. Who am I? Excuse I me. wonder if we have a different opinion because we read a lot of like 50 page made no books. sense to me because this bitch, her literal like header is her kitty cat ain't all that boys why are people beefing with a fictional character i don't know like these girls are actually beefing with like i'm so confused i'm not gonna dunk on this one too hard since it was written essentially for tiktok and was indie published which i'm coming to find for tessa bailey means a little less care taken with the romantic storytelling but I do feel if you are given free reign to write raunchy shit, you should make it a little more interesting. Not to call double penetration commonplace, but I did find myself skimming the multitude of sex scenes here. I think for me, if it was, if I want freaky deaky, I'm going to read some 60-page OOT smut on Kindle Unlimited. If I want romance with dirty talk, I'll pick up a traditionally published Tessa Bailey or some longer book on KU, LOL. Point being, I think you can find better quality elsewhere for cheaper. 
I guess. It really depends on like what you're into, though. I think Tessa Bailey did a great job at this. I thought so, too. This person gave it five stars. <laughs> Samantha said, I love the girls. She said, I don't read reverse harems. <laughs> I don't read reverse harems, but if Tessa Bailey is writing one, I, I might just do so. And I'm so glad I did because this book was the shit. I'm such a fool to think that I could handle three men written by Tessa Bailey all in one book. Everyone has a special place in my heart, but Banks and Gabe take the top spot. Wow. They said, fuck you, Tobias. I was, it <laughs> was, was steamy, a little too funny. Fummy. It was steamy, funny, emotional, and a little bit thrilling. Okay. Tessa Bailey was truly <laughs> truly delivered with this reverse haram. It got me considering reading more RH in the future. Yeah, R-H. you go, girl. R- Amazing. Rome- R-H? This person? What's RH? Reverse haram. Oh. Um, this person it's like romantic point five stars said a bit of a ridic- a bit ridiculous, but a lot of fun. Um, and that's exactly what it was. What I it was especially meant to loved be. Gabe. Gabe was cute. Ay, ay, ay. That's enough of the reviews. I don't care what people have to say. <laughs> this person's review is so long and it's only one star. I can't read it. I, like, I understand what people are saying, but, like, don't go into this book with high standards like her other books. It's this just not the so, same. This one's so funny. I would like this person's review. Five stars. I would like an eggplant bouquet any day, please. If you know, you know. <laughs> Uh, this person said 3.5 stars. Now this is the kind of fan service I like. So I think that's a thing is she was made this concept on TikTok and people mm-hmm. were like, please make this a book. Yeah. And she did. Yeah. Um, someone said DNFing. Uh, I was so confused. This was pretty meh. Let me first introduce the love interest. Oh my God. Voila. This entire book was wildly unbelievable. This includes the storyline outside the relationship. There's almost there's a reason almost all RH books have the men n- uh, have the men know each other prior to the woman being introduced. Otherwise, you have to create chemistry or a camaraderie between everyone from the ground up. I thought that she did that though. Listen, it's a quick book. What do you want? A eight fucking year series? Like, fuck off. I think people have way too high expectations for books like this. Just don't read them. I think Reverse Haram is for a very specific type of reader. Because yeah. this person's literally saying, like, I, I can tell this is Tessa Bailey's first attempt at Reverse Haram because wowza, the sex scenes were just plain awkward. I was uncomfortable, lol. It was like she had to have each of the men involved when one of them was going to town on Elise. She even had them all saying things in unison multiple times. They were giving each other directions, and I'm like, get me out of here. But, like... But that's how it would be in real life. Yeah, I found it was very, like, realistic. I, I just couldn't and, picture how some of the moves that And happened. I also liked how, like, their personalities came into play during their sex. Like, Banks was kind of, or Tobias was kind of directing people because he and was the And then Banks would, like, star. hold onto her throat or something to keep her, like, grounded. Yeah, and Banks was, like, very much the, like, I wouldn't say in control, but he was, yeah, the grounding one. And then... Um, fucking Gabe was just kind of like titties. Well, yeah, he was very like experimental. Like he was, he was new to this, but he was also the one that um, Elise liked to play with the most. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought she did a good job of bringing their she personalities said, out. 
The secondhand embarrassment paralyzed me. Here's some of the dirty talk, y'all. I can't, lol. Just look at the way she lifts her hips for those pounds. I can tend, I'll tend to the pussy. Can you stay hard long enough for me to groom this pretty asshole? Does she need to wiggle around on my face? I haven't needed to... And then she said, I haven't needed to skim slash skip smut scenes in a book, but who, but how, ugh, who, how, who knows how <laughs> who long, I literally can't read how long I had to in this book and had her like dead. Like, but that was still very like, you think if you're having sex with three fucking dudes, nobody's talking? Yeah. I prefer when there's like talking in sex scenes. And plus, how are you supposed to, as an author, describe what's going on? Exactly. Anyways, and then she also said, Elise is pretty self-absorbed. She doesn't really think about anything but herself. Blah, 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 blah. She's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> I could never immerse myself in the books because of her. I don't, shows really shitty things that blow my mind. Like, really, girl, come on. Blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, um, most of all, this all happens over the course of a week. And they live happily ever after. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> At least she did like a three-year time jump. She did. I don't think the people know what they're talking about. Um, I liked it. People are also saying Tessa Bailey was so unserious for this the whole time. I was so confused about the timeline just to find out this is all happening in the span of a week. It's not meant to I be serious. I thought it was like two weeks. Plus what? You, you, I don't pay attention. Don't get fucked. <laughs> a, I don't pay attention to timelines. B, Twilight also happened in the span of like a fucking week. So fuck off. <laughs> like, literally, I Bella like met Edward weeks. and then a day later was like, we're in fucking love. I'm going to kill myself if you leave. But also, this is the thing is I think people complain about this often with Tessa Bailey books is it's that instant love but it's like that's how she writes like she's also a certified happy ending well yeah and at the same time if you've read any of Tessa Bailey's books the dude sees the chick and goes I've never seen a more beautiful woman in my life cut to the chase we don't have to have any of the misunderstanding trope we don't have to have any of the slow burn like, these are not slow burn novels. They're literally like 200 pages, 250 pages, 300 yeah. pages of quick, happily ever after smut books. Yes. Hate and to break all it to of you. her books are like, we meet, we're all like in love. We're like, in instant, love. instant, instant connection every time. Banter, fucking, skip three years, marry. That's how all of <laughs> her books are. Book. I love it. If Me you're too. reading a Tessa Bailey, I'm getting angry. If you're reading a <laughs> Tessa Bailey book, be prepared for happy endings at, or get fucked. Well, like, I don't know what you it's want. It's like, I don't know what you want. Like, you want Tessa Bailey <laughs> to write this 500 page slow burn novel if about you want a bitch a slow who's burn, trying to be a fucking teacher. If like, you who want cares? slow burn, you have to read fantasy no one yeah. wants a slow burn on some fucking some temp- contemporary author. yeah like what the hell i don't, I don't care. think i've ever heard of a slow burn like contemporary romance we're not looking for them because why why that's what i'm saying like, like give me two wanna... good reasons oh you can't have any <laughs> yeah, yeah quickly <laughs> go 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 comment below one good reason oh my god i don't understand it but anyways i love this book i thought it was really fun i liked it tessa bailey pop that pussy girl like once again but you know what the only thing i will say is that tessa bailey does what she knows and she does it well yes i needed a little break from tessa bailey though because a lot of the books are like very similar so it's like you know what you're gonna get with it which is fabulous yeah it was a good refresh like you said it's a good yeah it's like a palate cleanser it's it's just if you want 
you know how it's going to go. You know you're going to love the banter. You're going to love the dirty talk. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. That's so it's a great author to have on your shelf at all times. Yes. And she has so many options for yeah. books. We already have another have one more. of hers. Yeah. We already have a couple more. Oh, yeah. Too. That's our one we have to read for February. Oh, they look so beautiful in Do person. They look cute? Yes. I love that you can have one on display too. Um, Michelle got the um, Court of Thorns and Roses box set for Christmas. If you didn't know, if you can't see it, it's right here. From David. Thank you, David. Um, what's your other one though? You okay, secretly yours. We have to read. That's our oh, early right, release right, copy. Right. Your early release copy. Well, I didn't get one. Do you want me to photocopy it for you? We should ask for just like a digital copy. Yeah, it makes more sense. But that looks so cool because we have a little sticker on it. I know. <laughs> Um, anyway, should we talk about what, oh, I guess we can kind of also explain the plan. So if you're new here, we used to do an episode every single week. It was a lot on us. We were kind of reading books we didn't really care about. And it just kind of like, wasn't what we were planning on doing with the podcast. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of fell off during November and December and it just, it was kind of rocky. So going forward for season three and in the new year, we've decided that we're only going to do a book review every other week. Yes. So we can actually focus on reading books we really like and yes. also expanding on the genres of books we're reading because we were reading really quick one-off smut books which was really fun but gets really it gets boring old really fast <laughs> really fast yeah. i can only read about so many gary the boogeyman's <laughs> all right yeah there's only so many i married a merman books that i can suffer through yes and they're great for again palate cleansers yeah. if you want something quick to read if you're just fucking around well, and also like we were explaining if you watched our new year's uh, our 2022 book recap um video on youtube oh. you would have heard <laughs> that we uh have so many bigger books that we want to read yes. and we've been um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've been putting them on <laughs> <laughs> we've been putting them on the shelf because there's no way that we can read this in a week and we don't have a book storage anymore <laughs> 797 pages without the epilogue <laughs> put it back anyway, it's okay sorry, anyways point being <laughs> is yeah we have big honky books that we want to read that we cannot read within a week so giving that because even now the more so we are reading these books that we can film videos for and kind of save the videos for later and keep reading since we have that like break and also if you're watching us on youtube we want to do these fun little youtube videos as well that aren't so you know sitting down and listening to an hour of us yeah and raving about we have books. one coming out that i'm so excited for i guess that'll be our next episode actually yes. um it's a it's a guessing game it's really funny uh oh we, yeah, yeah 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 gus was uh gus planned the whole thing it was great <laughs> i loved it um oh, it's called smut or not so um subscribe so hit the bell notification so you know when that goes live yes, exactly but yeah so we want to focus more on having oh, a youtube and, presence and on instagram at lou literature what i want to start doing as well which i've been seeing the book babes be doing is in their bio they put currently reading and then what book they're currently Cute. reading so that you guys will actually now have more time to be reading the books that we're going to be reviewing for the month so we'll be saying like currently reading 
Yeah, Crescent City, let's just say, right? Yeah. And then that way, you guys know about ahead of time, and it's a little bit easier than, like, for us than, like, posting the stories about it, because also I slack on those as well. But I can also uh, get you on the Discord today, and then I can show you that, and then we can talk about, like, the books that we're reading while we're reading them on the Discord. Um, But that being said, not next week, but the week after, we are going to be reviewing uh, Bunny, a novel by Mona Awad, right? Yeah, it's so good. It's phenomenal. You can see that. Oh, yeah. 2023 is also the year that we start tabbing. Yes. I didn't get my tabs until about halfway through the book, so I didn't get to tab all of this. But I'm halfway through now. Michelle already finished. She read the whole thing on New Year's, which is phenomenal. I'm so excited. And then the next day, she read another book <laughs> and, and I, yeah, entirely. I did my first book of 2023. You're amazing, Bunny. <laughs> Thanks, Bunny. <laughs> I'm so excited to review this. Me too. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to what you think of the ending as yes. well. Yes. And we also want to start, like, like renting a studio once a month and taking some professional photos and stuff like that. So 2023 is going to be a good year for Ludlit, which means it's going to be a good year for you guys too. Um, so what I want to see is you guys comment down below what you're most excited for us to review in 2023. If you have a book that you, you're dying for us to read or review, please let us know. We have more time to read now. Yes. Um, and yeah, follow us on Instagram at Lute Literature, on Twitter at Lute underscore Litter. Uh, follow us on Litter. Patreon, <laughs> litter, litter, literature. Literature. Um, on Patreon <laughs> at Lute Literature. Subscribe to us here. Uh, hit the bell notification. Our YouTube is at Lude Literature if you are listening on any podcast. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot my bad. My bad. We're a podcast. <laughs> you can also just Google. Lude literature, literature podcast and yeah. all of our shit pops up. Yeah. So, <laughs> to victory, to valor. If you can't come in her, come on her. This is Lude literature. Bitch. I think they're turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs>